We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. If you were to happen upon Benane Cave in Ayrshire, Scotland, you might be tempted to venture in to explore. Perhaps there might be some sea creatures inside, or you might find some buried treasure. Or perhaps, just perhaps, you would find a family ready to boil your bones and consume your flesh. And as the 16 incestuous children tore apart your skin and bit down on your limbs, perhaps you would wonder why you hadn't educated yourself on the legend of Sawney Bean and his clan of cannibals. Hello, ghoul friends and spook daddies, and welcome to this episode of Horror House True Crime and the Macabre. Um, I'm Amy. And I'm Dom. And thank you so much for joining us. And right now, I'd like to invite you to just stop for a minute. Just stop whatever you're doing. Put it down if you're doing something with your hands. Um, just take a deep breath. Pause. Have a minute. I mean, Jesus is probably not watching, so don't worry. Um, find the nearest mirror, look into it, and say to yourself, God damn, I'm sexy. Just spend a moment in that thought. And then rejoin us. Um, and yeah, hopefully enjoy the episode. Dom, how are you? I am very well, thank you. Um, I- I'd be quite intrigued what people are doing with their hands while watching or listening to us. Um, now that's, that that's not going to... <laughs> you do you it, you do you 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 do what you want to do with your hands i'm not going to judge you um, it's also not what i had in no, mind when I, I said that like <laughs> i was thinking more you know knitting or apparently i can't think of anything other than knitting but knitting. maybe that <laughs> what else do people do with their hands christ uh, uh cooking it might be cooking fair no fair fair maybe maybe um or we just got some we've just got some freaky listeners who knows um but no, I'm good. I am looking forward to hearing about this tale. We haven't done a folklore episode in a in a minute, so something a little bit different, which yeah. is which is fun. Um, I'm also wearing my new Exorcist t-shirt, so I'm I'm, I'm feeling good. But but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've noticed. So we said before we went, um, came on and and turned turned the mics on and all that jazz. Um, that we we've now got over 70 youtube subscribers um which is pretty wild pretty wild like i can't i can't remember when when was the first youtube episode we did it wasn't that long ago pass i'm sure it was only like a few months ago um i don't think it was that i think it was maybe a couple of months ago yeah like it's 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 sort of blown up a little bit um so thank you to everyone who's who has subscribed um you know we want to grow the youtube channel obviously people who don't watch youtube or or you know like the old school way of podcasting um i say that like podcasting is some relic that's <laughs> that's like been out for decades and decades, ones of and decades. you that are listening to us on um, the wireless on the, <laughs> on the ham on the ham radio trying to turn the <laughs> dial to find find the right frequency um, yeah. where don't worry when we're, we're not 
like gonna just abandon audio episodes because the YouTube yeah. channel is blowing up. Do not worry. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's nice that we've sort of took that leap into YouTube and it's and it's paying off so far, um, which is very exciting. So that was my spiel. That was my housekeeping for the for the week. Good spiel. Thank you. <laughs> Might be one of my favorite spiels. That's also a very good word. Spiel. Spiel. I feel like we're saying it too much spiel. now. It's got a okay. bit weird. Spiel. <laughs> I, I, I what was like that spiel. word you were saying like on a recent episode? I can't remember, but you said it so many times that like it lost. <laughs> like, I, I do like... it a lot to be honest I, I kind of yeah, get a bit I like attached to a word and I just keep repeating it until it loses all meaning um, which Spiel has now done <laughs> and there's a very good chance that it's going to happen in this episode as well um, because I, there's some words that you, you only have one meaning and there's only one word for these things so I might say them quite a okay. lot so apologies in advance is it, is, but, you know, is it going to be cannibal go. by chance no oh my god what gave that away <laughs> Um, I mean, it might be. We, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, um, Dom, have you heard of Sawney Bean? Have you heard of the the man, the myth, the legend? Or is this completely new information? This is completely new information, um, and it, it legit is not not. It's not a. This is completely new information. Yeah. It, this genuinely is completely new information. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, I always <laughs> like it when I find things that you don't really know about, because if I get it wrong, you won't notice. No, wait, sorry, that's not the reason. I mean, it's... um, no, I just, I just like giving you, you know, new stories that you haven't heard of, and this is one that I, I've known for years because I'm half Scottish, and it, it's one that a lot of Scottish people know. Um, and it's like a bit of a spooky tale that a lot of kids are aware of and told, and it's all a bit. All just a bit creepy and spooky and folklore and all that kind of stuff. So I'm very excited to share Sounds it perfect. with you. I know, right? Absolutely. Um are you ready to hear the tale of Sawney Bean? Yes. Tell me about all tell me about these cannibals. I I I, I, I can't wait. Cannot these wait. Cannibal bitches. Okay. Like. These cannibal um, bitches. Cannibal ass bitches. Um the <laughs> <laughs> the tale, the legend of uh, Sawney Bean or Alexander Bean, Sawney is a um, shortened version of Alexander, um, begins in the 1500s in East Lothian in Scotland, where Sawney was born. Um, his father was a ditch digger and a hedge trimmer, which I had to say very slowly quite a few times before starting the episode, because if you say it too fast, it all kind of merges into one. Um, but yeah, basically, did he did well. those things. Thank you. He was a, di a ditch digger and a hedge trimmer. Nice. You almost said dick something then. That that was almost... I wasn't going <laughs> to highlight what the potential problem with me saying that was. But when I did read it out loud the first time, I did say dick multiple times. And he's not a dick digger. Because that's not a thing. Dick digger. Um, and when what? you put dick digger oh, together with hedge God. trimmer, it makes you sound like you're some sort of like manscaping pubic hair person so no um he does ditches. sponsor <laughs> <laughs> i said the word now you have to sponsor us that's how it works um <laughs> no he dug ditches and he trimmed hedges and that was his job okay sawney tried to take up the family trade 
Um, but very quickly realised that he was not fit for that kind of work and he, he was not a dick digger or a ditch digger or a hedge trimmer. He didn't want to be any of those things. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, fine. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> he left home with an allegedly vicious woman named, or nicknamed, Black um, Agnes Douglas, who apparently shared his inclinations um, and was accused of being a witch. Which, you know, in this day and age isn't that bad. But back then, Which... in the 1500s, not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back then, if you sneezed, you would probably be accused of being a witch, to be fair. <coughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've got black in front of your name as a nickname, I can't imagine <laughs> yeah, true. particularly well. But nonetheless, she shared his ideals that perhaps... The, the straight and narrow life just wasn't for him and he wanted to do something that was a bit less manual and a bit more illegal, I think is the, you know, the best way of describing okay. it. Um, horrific might be another, but we'll get into it very shortly. The couple got together um, and decided that living in a, you know, usual abode was probably not best if they wanted co to continue their criminal life. Um, so they ended up in a coastal cave in Ballantrae in Ayrshire in Scotland. Um, the cave was about 200 yards or about 180 metres um, deep and featured miles of tunnels that would eventually be used to house their ever-expanding family. Um, the entrance was blocked by water during high tide um, and because of that, because, you know, people assume that no one could possibly get there and definitely couldn't live there, um, the couple were able to live there undiscovered for about 25 years. The, in a cave? To be in a cave. Yeah, in a cave. Wow. By the sea. That's impressive. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, had the, they had that sea view. <laughs> that, that sea view. You know, just miles <laughs> of caves to, yeah. to enjoy. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's pros and cons <laughs> to living in a cave, but... You know, that's, that's what yeah. we decided to do. Although, as you can imagine, other than um, robbing people and murdering them, there wasn't really too much to do um, in, the, in the cave by True. the sea, particularly overnight when you are stuck in it by high tide. Um, so, Sawney and Agus <laughs> produced six daughters um, and eight sons. So, fair few kiddiewinks. Um, that's... I'm I'm stalling because I can't actually do the maths. Six 14. plus eight, you'd think fourteen. Fourteen children, thank you, Dom. Um, fourteen so children. Careful. Um, they they produced together because you know what else you're going to do other than get jiggy with it. I mean that's true. That is the... true. You're in a cave. Um, there's probably not much else to do other than make children, I suppose. No. Um, of course they didn't mix with the general population. Um, they all lived in the cave together. And their children went on to produce 14 granddaughters and 18 grandsons. Holy f <laughs> All living in a cave by the sea. Um, so that's a lot of people, but also a lot of brothers and sisters fucking each other. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't. Oh, God, I didn't think about that. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Fully incestuous. Oh, no. <laughs> This is some Game of Thrones we... season one style shit. 
we haven't done it in we haven't done an episode that has incest for a while. <laughs> no, we have not, and there's a reason for that because it's gross. God damn. Um, um, yeah, don't. I mean, I know keeping it in the family might sound like a good idea, but don't. Um, you know, you don't want to end up with um, with who was that like really inbred um, royal family, the Hasburgs or whatever they're called. You don't want to end up like them, looking with I, your I massive chin about. and your. There yeah, was like I this mean, royal just, family. Just, just yeah, of just don't. Because of all the people you'll end up with that like... you could, you know, just bring one outsider in. That's all you really need to do. Like just one outsider, and then just dilute that bloodline just a little bit. That's that's all we're really asking. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Nonetheless, a lot of brothers and sisters, a lot of babies between brothers and sisters, a lot of grandchildren. Basically, a hell of a lot of family members just doing the bad thing with each other yeah in How a cave by the cave? sea big it was big um it was a very big cave in there, it must there, be, you it know must enough jesus <clears throat> yeah because i'm thinking like we're like after like every sort of every so often they were like you know how people are like are like oh we need to remodel the house we're going to build an extension we're going to add this like over time they're like we need to chisel out the cave a little bit we need to yeah. make it a little bit wider. Well, it was miles of like interconnecting caves. So there was the one sort of main uh, cave where they first went to, uh, and then it was like, in, you know, yeah, interconnecting caves that they sort of expanded into with their ever growing family. Um, but obviously, they very much lack the inclination for regular labor or regular jobs. Um, so the Bean Clan yeah. thrived by laying careful ambushes at night to rob and murder individuals or small groups. Um, The clan brought the bodies back to their cave, where the corpses were dismembered and eaten. Nice. Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) Nom, 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 nom. A little bit of human meat. Mm? Tasty. Mm. Um, They pickled (laughs) the leftovers in barrels and discarded some body parts, which would sometimes wash up on nearby beaches. Um... Nice. I'm not sure if pickling is the best way to preserve human. Not something I thought I'd ever have to think about. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it worked for them, I, you know. I, I <laughs> one thing like I've noticed, obviously since start, since started the podcast, um, is like more and more, I just find myself having these random questions that, like if I wasn't doing this would be seriously concerning um, because everyone else or not everyone, like other people have like very normal questions like, well, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Or, um, you know, uh, I, do I need to go to the shops today? Or, you know, should I get a dog or something, something normal? And then we, our, our sort of questions are, I wonder why they pickled <laughs> these body parts <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, I mean it is, it is no, anyone else quite would be strange like... it's, there's a lot we're asking the, the important you questions you know we're we asking these questions so that the listeners don't have to and we need to remember that that we're doing a public service did they want the questions asked <laughs> no does anyone need the answers yeah. also no <laughs> are we asking them anyway yes yes we are yes we are <laughs> Yeah, um, the 
<laughs> what happens to you as a podcaster in the true crime sphere is you start thinking of some very um, interesting questions that, you know, if you vocalize them to non-true crime friends would be uh, a little bit worrying. <laughs> yeah, I actually think one of my favorites in that sort of line of questioning um, was when we were doing the Robert Picton episode and we were like, I think one of the questions that came yeah. up was, how the hell are you going to get a whole hand inside a skull? Because it just doesn't fit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, before doing this and before hearing that episode, I would never have, that would have never crossed my Why mind. Would you, well, no one would <laughs> ever have thought of that. It's just not a sensible storage solution <laughs> for your excess hands. It's not. Like, it really isn't. It's not. Um, sorry, that, that was a tangent. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they discarded <laughs> the body parts um, on local beaches. Which, whether it was intentional or unintentional, was actually quite a good strategy because it ended up being that villagers obviously found those body parts but would assume that animals were attacking travellers and, you know, eating yeah. them and, you know, discarding the body parts. So that proved to be quite a um, wily strategy if it was intentional. Um, yes. The body parts and the disappearances did not go unnoticed by the local villagers. Um but the Bean Clan stayed in their cave by day and only took their victims at night. So they were so clandestine that the villagers weren't even aware that there were basically an entire family of murderers living nearby because they assumed no one could possibly live in the cave and no one ever saw them unless they saw them and then became dinner. So, you know, there was no one to suspect. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. As local people began to take notice of the disappearances, um, several organised searches were launched to find the culprits. One search took note of the cave, um, but the men who were looking into it refused to believe that anything human could live in it. Um, obviously, just a cave in a cliff by the sea, um, yeah. wet the majority of the time, cut off by high tide a lot of the time. Um, so they just yeah. didn't think that you know a family, particularly with children, could possibly live in it. Frustrated and in a frantic quest for justice, the townspeople hanged several innocent people, you know, that they suspected. Um, this was before the times of DNA or, you know, dental record matching, because I'm sure there were bite marks in the leftover limbs. But before all of that, they hung several people. Um, but the disappearances continued. Suspicions often fell on local innkeepers, mostly because they were the last people to have seen these travelling people alive before they went missing. Um, and obviously yeah. they had to quite often prove their innocence and kind of explain where they had been before they had disappeared. Um, <laughs> the poor so yeah, innkeeper. <laughs> the poor innkeeper's just like, I know he didn't pay his bar tab, but I didn't, I didn't eat him. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, God damn. That's too far. God damn it. <laughs> I'm I trying mean... to run a business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's only, there's only so far I'm willing to go to get my bar tab. Um, and chowing down yes. on the brother just isn't, it's too far. <laughs> it's not in my diet. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a nutritional, uh, you know, category that I particularly need. <laughs> One night, the Bean Clan ambushed a married couple riding back from a fair on one horse. Um, the man happened to be particularly skilled in combat. Combat? Combat. 
Um, the man was particularly <laughs> skilled in combat. There we go. We got there in the end. Um, so he definitely held off the clan and used his sword and pistol to, you know, sort them out, basically. Um, yeah. However, the clan did unhorse the wife and she fell to the ground. The women in the Bean clan um, killed the wife, cutting her throat and sucking her blood. Um, and they also pulled out her okay. intestines, which, do you know what? I'm just going to say, hell. if I was going to pull something out of a human, I think I'd go for the intestines too. It's probably, I, I was about to say, the most pullable thing to pull out of someone. I don't yeah, know I if that's so. medically accurate or not. Um, I think so. But that's that's pretty hardcore. Um, also, going back to the going back to the guy who was quite skilled in combat and like mm-hmm. held him off with like the sword and the pistol and stuff. It <laughs> when you were saying that, I just got pictures of that meme where it's like call an ambulance and then it's like hunch over is like, but not for me. <laughs> and then he just like, kicks <laughs> these people's asses. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, mean, know if, I don't know if you know like the video that I'm talking about, but that's, that's immediately what I thought of. We're saying he's, you know, great at combat or whatever. He did okay, but his wife is getting her intestines pulled out, so he's not doing incredibly. No, I'd give true. it a 6 out of 10. True. Could do better. Could do better. <laughs> Stop <laughs> them pulling out your wife's intestines, and then yeah. you might you might have done better. But you're failing on that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean it's a pass, but it's not a distinction. That's just you know. <laughs> sorry about it. Um, <laughs> too much intestines were pulled. <laughs> too much blood was sucked. <laughs> it's a fail. Um, <laughs> before they could take the husband, um, a large group of fairgoers who were also on the trail um, appeared behind them, and obviously the. Bean clan fled. The fairgoers took the survivor, the man, um, to the local magistrate who informed him or who he informed Tori of his experience. With the Bean's existence finally revealed, because bear in mind no one knew they even existed up until this point, um, it wasn't long before the yeah. king, who potentially was James VI of Scotland, but we don't 100% know because in terms of dates, when Sawney Bean was supposedly active varies depending on the account you read. So potentially James VI of Scotland, we don't really know. Um, but when he heard, the king heard of the atrocities, um, he decided to lead a search team of 400 men and several bloodhounds to hunt down. With the help of said bloodhounds, dogs save the day once again, um, they soon found the overlooked cave in Benane Head. Um, upon entering the cave by torchlight, the searchers found that the Bean clan was surrounded by human remains, some body parts hanging from the wall, barrels filled with limbs, and piles and piles of stolen looms and jewellery. As for how many people had fallen victim um, to the Bean clan at this point, again, we don't 100% know. This was the 1500s. It's not particularly accurate. But reports are anywhere between a hundred and five thousand. But that's quite a wide scope. <laughs> it is a very wide scope. But considering <laughs> that they were, you know, chowing down on them, and you've got 
God knows how many kids surviving solely off human meat. Yes, 100 to 5,000 is a bad scope, but I'd say one is probably too many. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would say as a general rule, like if you're eating people, I'd probably say one person is, is one too many. <laughs> yeah. We set some very strange <laughs> rules here on Horror House, but um, I think probably somewhere near the top of the list is don't eat people. Yeah. You know, we, we we're quite we're quite chill. We we don't like to set too many ground rules. Um but on this one I'll say listen to listen to your friends, Dom and Amy. Don't eat people. Don't eat people. It's <laughs> not wise. Don't eat people. I mean not not in the literal sense. Also, There's another sense that we're perfectly, you know, on board with. But the yes. the yes. actual using them as food version, no. Not yeah. good. Don't don't do it. <laughs> yeah. New horror house. New horror house slogan: <laughs> Eating ass is fine. Eating people is not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Eating ass, not a limb. That's the uh, that's the rule, yeah. and we're sticking to it. <laughs> also, I just want to say that it was an interesting choice of decor, having having people on the wall. Um, not yeah. sure. Not sure I but could go then... on Etsy and do that myself. But then what else are you going to do? I mean, you've got to brighten up the cave somehow. And all you've got to hand no, is true. heirlooms and dead people. I mean, you've got to stick something on the wall. True. Right? True. Also, um, as well, another another case in point as to why dogs are superior to cats. That's going to... Yep. Our subscriber base is now going to plummet. Um, yeah, the I mean, it's true. Cats. Dogs are better than cats. That's just the it honest truth. True. It's true. But... You know, whatever, whatever. If you're cat people, welcome. We welcome you. <laughs> we just welcome you slightly less yes. than the dog people. Um, <laughs> sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so good old bloodhounds. They found the Sawney Bean clan in their little cave, um, surrounded by the bones and bits and pieces of their previous victims. Now, at this point, there's two versions of events um, following their discovery and around their capture. Um, the most common of the two, the one that was more widely noted, um, is that the Bean Clan was captured alive. Um, all 48 of them at this point. Now, bear in mind, all 48 Fucking of those hell. people <laughs> came out of two people. Um, yeah, that's a lot of... that's Yeah, we're not even going to talk about incest anymore. Not Basically, there was a lot of it. Um, but it's sort of overshadowed by the fact that they were all surviving off human flesh. So, you know, yeah. it's uh, swings and roundabouts at this point. Yeah. Um, For 48 people coming out of, of two is a crazy ratio. That's a lot of, that's a lot of really long chins, really pronounced overbites, funny shaped heads. Yeah. That's webbed just, feet. It's, not, <laughs> it's not what you want. I can't imagine that they were a particularly attractive clan. Um, but Probably you know, I mean, it, even if you take away all of the incest and just the pure inbreeding of this family, they all live in a cave, so they're not going to be particularly, you know, stunning. Yeah, no, they're going to be a bit feral, aren't they? Bit feral, bit. I would assume moist, um, because you know the cave, <laughs> um, just not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the cave and. 
and all the inbreeding. The cave and the inbreeding, everyone's just a bit, a bit soggy. <laughs> um, oh, God, I'm grossing myself out. I'm too far, Amy, too far. Um, oh, no. Sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I, I... I don't I don't say that's too far very often, but I think even even for me that's <laughs> that's kind of uh, where I would the say the words Ooh. came out of my mouth <laughs> and I immediately regretted it. Um <laughs> anyway, all forty-eight yeah. of them came out of the cave and gave up without a fight. Um they were taken in chains to Tollbooth Jail in Edinburgh, um, and then transferred to Leith or Glasgow, where they were promptly executed without trial as people saw them as subhuman and unfit for one. Um, Sawney wow. and the males of the clan had their genitalia cut off and thrown into fires. Um, and after this, their hands and feet were severed and they were left to bleed to death. Um, this happened with Sawney last and during his bleeding to death portion of the execution, um, shouted his reportedly dying words, which were, quote, it isn't over, it will never be over. I mean... That's hardcore. It I mean, is. But at the yeah. point where you've got no hands, no feet, <laughs> definitely no cop, and you're bleeding to death, I think it might be over. I mean, I, I admire the um, the determination. Like, yeah. he's got intestinal fortitude, I'll give him that, but I th yeah, I think at that point, I think it might be a bit over. I yeah, don't know where you can go from having done. your hands and, you know, cut off and, and yeah, yeah. I mean... It's the first time I've ever thought of the end of that story as inspirational. Um, Maybe we should put a picture of him with his <laughs> no hands and no feet with the quote um, <laughs> as a bit of a like, go on, you've got this. Yes, you're having a bad day at work. Yes, that meeting could have been an email, but you're not this dude, and he's still optimistic, so pull yourself together. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, if you've got live, laugh, love on your wall, take it off. Oh, Whack a photo of this dude up as he's bleeding to death and has got no limbs, and yeah. it's quote at the bottom. That's all you need. You don't need a live, laugh, love poster. You no, don't. you don't. You really and also, don't. if you've got a live, laugh, if you've got a live, laugh, whatever, I can't remember now what it is. Live, laugh, love? Live, laugh. I don't know. You've said it too much. It's happened. That thing's happened. You've said I've it said too it much too and now times. it sounds weird. I think it's I've live, laugh, love. Much. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. If, if, if you have got, got one of those, laugh, what the fuck are you doing post? here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, this isn't for you. <laughs> Sorry, Beans, last words. Far more inspirational. Whack out on a poster. Um, but after watching the men die, um, Agnes and the females of the clan including the children, the younger children, um, were tied to stakes and burned alive. So that's the first version of what happened um, when they were discovered. Again, generally the okay. one that's A, more widely believed, and B, generally more told, because it's it's just a bit cooler, isn't it? Um, a bit more scary if you're you know looking to spook the kids. Um the other version is that they were found in the cave and gunpowder was placed at the entrance, um, which was then detonated and the entire clan faced suffocation and died that way. Um, which just it just hasn't got that same bit of pizzazz to it, you know? No pizzazz. There is no panache. No. <laughs> Where is Where's it? the Where's style? The there's just no. There's, it's, the no. It's, it's, it's all bang and no buck. 
We we want, you know, <laughs> we want a good story here. All fair coat and yeah, that's that's far less, you know, exciting that version. Yeah, it's I would not say. satisfying. It's the premature ejaculation yeah. of executions. You know, it's all over too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Another sentence uh. I didn't think I'd be saying today. Um, the town of Gerben, which is located near the macabre scene of murder and debauchery, has another legend about the Bean clan. Um, there are claims that one of Bean's daughters eventually left the clan and settled in Gerben, where she planted a tree that became known as the Hairy Tree. Um, after her family's capture and exposure, the daughter's identity was revealed by very angry locals and they decided to hang her from the bough of the hairy tree. That's just another little extra, Why was it? extra tidbit. Okay. I'm assuming the tree was not actually hairy, or maybe it was. I've not seen a picture of the hairy tree. I don't know if it still exists. It was a tree and we're talking about the 1500s. So potentially not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it was particularly mossy. It could have been a mossy tree. Maybe. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, Dom. I should have. Should have checked the veracity of the tree prior to recording, <laughs> and I did not. Um, so that's on Why me. Why didn't you fact check tree, Amy? I'm sorry. God. <laughs> and on that level of disappointment of me being a letdown, um, should we take a little break? I think that's probably a good time. Yes. That sounds Fantastic. like a good idea. Um, I can ponder more Yes. disturbing questions. That normal people would never ponder. <laughs> Good plan. Have a think about that hairy tree. Um, yeah. And when we come back, we'll talk about the validity of Sawney Bean and whether he was actually a man and there's truth to this story or whether it's just a myth and a tale told to tell to scare children. We'll, we'll have a chat when we get back. See you back here in a few, peeps. Do you find crime podcasts to be a little too murdery? Then take a break from all things heavy and get petty. Join us, Amanda and Trevin, as we share killer facts, dreadful dilemmas, and tell real-life petty crime stories in the style of an audio drama. There, sprayed all over the aisle floor and eight display wigs, was a fresh pile of poo. Listen to Live Laugh Larceny on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dark Adaptation Podcast is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Brianna, and our producer Dyson joins me while working the knobs. Our show explores all things macabre and mysterious. We're talking dark history, true crime, haunted places, you name it. While we typically dive into lesser known stories, we do cover well-known ones too. And for those more let's say popular cases we deliver so much information you're guaranteed to learn something new and sometimes we're even joined by our guest host steph who brings a cosmic twist to the show our other guest host Paige, joins us every other month to bring us into the world of cryptids and folklore tune in every monday for a new episode full of intrigue and entertainment Dark Adaptation Podcast is available wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And next Monday, we'll catch you on the dark side. 
welcome back. Thank you for joining us for part two. We learn a lot about Sawney Bean in the first half. Um, but the question remains, was he a real man or was he just a legend, a folklore, um, a story to draw in tourists? What do you reckon, Dom? Do you think, do you think there's any, any truth behind a 48-strong <laughs> incestuous clan that chowed down on any cave. passerby that happened to <laughs> stumble across them? Yeah, in their duplex cave, um, yeah. you know, en suite bathroom and everything. Um, I was watching um, a, a Simon Whistler video the other day. Um, it's been a few episodes since I brought up Simon Whistler. I thought I should yeah. bring him up again. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about like a um, a legend of some sort. And he said that, you know, legends and myths, there's always sort of a, an element of truth or they start from some element of truth and then they just yeah. get overblown and added and then it becomes a myth. But at the root of it, there is some truth. Um, so maybe, you know, that's the case in this one where there is a kernel of truth, but it's just been overblown. And, you know, like, you know, you said during the break that it's something that is told to a lot of tourists. So, you know, maybe that's, got to it as well where there is a kernel of truth but it's now become this big legend um you know that tourists are told um to sort of amp up you know the 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 myth so i would say there's probably maybe some element of truth to it and it's just it's just been added over time and it's just become a legend or a myth yeah well you know let's let's have a chat about it let's let's see what the the sources think and the people think um, obviously, there's no denying yeah. that there were reports of washed-up body parts on the beach at the time, um, and also extensive reports of missing people. Um, I say extensive. A few have survived. Um, but there's still a yeah. lot of debate about whether or not this was down to himself, or if there was indeed a clan, or anything like that. Um, a 2005 article by Sean Thomas notes that historical documents, such as newspapers, diaries, that sort of thing, during the era in which Sawney Bean was supposedly active, make no mention of um, his name or his appearance, his physique. Um, it also doesn't mention that many disappearances of people. There's one or two, and those people were obviously people that you would kind of expect to be put into history, like, you know, notable people. Um, but in terms of just, you know, travellers or anyone else, there's not really that much mention. Um, additionally, Thomas notes inconsistencies in the stories, but speculates that kernels of truth might have inspired the legends. Um, there are contradicting beliefs as to when the atrocities occurred. Um, some people think that this was the early 15th century, other people think it was later. Um Thomas explains that while many believe Sawney Bean's reign took place during the 16th century, others believed it could have even potentially occurred centuries before. Um, you know, we're talking 13th, 14th century. Um, yeah. The author also makes a claim that it's likely that the legend was embellished and altered over time to become more relevant to readers. Um, we get increasingly harder to shock um, as we get further and further 
exposed to media and things like that. And that was still the case back in the 1500s. So maybe it's just been added to to provide a bit more shock factor and sell storybooks about it and, and newspapers and magazines. That's certainly possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and like I said, it, there was probably a kind of truth. And I think with, with you know, some um myth you know mythical mythological figures or some folklore legends or or you know whatever you want to sort of label it you know the say you know the the person does exist um you know but stuff's been added you know for example jesse james um is is viewed out as this you know mythic figure this robin hood um whereas yes jesse james did exist but he never gave money to the poor um you know that's just a, a thing that's added to his legend as this you know legendary robin hood figure so you know <laughs> like he Jesus. might have existed <laughs> sorry dom <laughs> apologies i just had something uh caught in my throat there i'm so, so sorry about that he did pop into my mind but i was so, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say jesus i'll, <laughs> um... I'll keep that one at bay any noises that result in my coughs, which may or may not relate to characters, fictional or non-fictional, um, are not represented <laughs> on the opinions of this podcast. Um, um, yeah, no, just so tickle. Sorry about. That. So yes, now that now that it's been said, Jesus was a real person. Did he perform miracles? Probably not. Um, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm now doing a meme, probably that Kermit one where he's got a cup of tea, and he's just like, "But that's none of my business." Um, so we'll we'll just leave that where it is. We don't want to further. Yeah. We've already pissed off the cat lovers. As soon as you piss off the Jesus freaks, sorry, uh, the um God, the Christians yeah. as well. You know, we're going down a bad path. So let's just stop it there. Yes. Um. um but yeah, I, I. I I would say that, you know, the person probably existed. Um, but stuff's just been added that is a good story or that, you know, is interesting to yeah. further that legend. <laughs> exactly that. Um, and he wasn't the only myth, legend person um, that was related to cannibalism in Scotland at the time. Um, the Sawney Bean legend is very closely resembled by the story of Christy Cleek. Um, which is attested much earlier in the 15th century. Um, Critty Cleek is a mythical-ish um, Scottish cannibal who lived during a famine in the mid-14th century, um, famed for killing and eating 30 travelling tradesmen. The legend, again, sort of story, legend, tale, of Sawney Bean first appeared in British chapbooks like Rumour magazines um, back in the 1600s um, and today many argue that the story was potentially political propaganda um, to generate a generally bad opinion of the Scots by the English um, particularly after the Jacobite rebellions yeah. Um, yeah. if you if you're not familiar with ja Jacobitism Jacobitism I don't even know how you say it I wasn't either um, and 
apparently is a political movement that supported the restoration of the senior line of the House of Stuart to the British throne, which the Scots did not want, and therefore there was a bit of friction there. That's why the rebellions came about. Um, but a story about a bloke, a Scottish bloke, that lives in a cave with his incestuous family and eats people isn't going to paint the Scots in the best light. So it would be in their no, favour no. to maybe embellish that a little bit. Um, you know, these things do happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, the love between the Scots and the English <laughs> has always been, always been there. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we love the Scots and the Scots love us. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a weird one for me because I'm half and half, but it, you know, it's it, cool. It, it's probably why I'm in a concentrative conflict with myself. Um, and there's more cannibal stories coming out of Scotland at around ish this time. Um, another one of these was the even more redolent tale um, of Sawney Bean and Christine Cleek, bigger than both of them, um, which can be found in the 1696 work of Nathaniel Crouch, a compiler of popular history um, who published under the pseudonym Richard Burton, if you did want to look it up. Um, in this tale, the following happened in 1459, the year before James II of Scotland's death. So this is a quote. About which time a certain thief who lived privately in a den with his wife and children were all burned alive. They, having made it in their practice for many years to kill young people and eat them, only one girl of a year old was saved and brought up to Dundee, who at the age of 12 years, being found guilty of the same horrid crime, was condemned to the same okay. punishment. And when the people followed her in their great multitudes to execution, wondering at her unnatural villainy, she turned to them and with a cruel countenance said, quote, What do you thus rail at me, as if you had done such a heinous act contrary to the nature of man? I tell you that if you did not but know how pleasant the taste of man's flesh was, none of you all would forbear to eat it. Interesting quote. <laughs> Interesting quote. Or is that account not so much a story as the tale of the child of Sawney Bean who survived? No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. It could point. be. I mean, I'm not saying it is, because we don't know. Um, yeah. But it could be. Or it could be the story of someone that, you know, actually did commit cannibalism and was put to death, but had yeah. nothing to do with Sawney Bean, but supported the idea that he may also have existed and he might also have done it, because there are people that lives in dens and with their families and eat people. Yeah. You know, it all supports yeah. the the theory that he could be real. Yeah. And cannibals stick together, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they certainly all cook in the same pot. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad joke. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> so, whether you believe um, he was real or not um, is entirely up to you. Perhaps we'll never know. He is quite a widely known story in Scotland to the extent that I don't know if this is still the case. And listeners, if you've been recently and can correct me on this, please do. Um, 
there was a whole part of the Edinburgh Dungeons that was dedicated to Sawney Bean and his his story. Obviously, you can have the visuals of it, you know, the cave with the body parts, with the incestuous family, all of the actors dressed up in their, you know, rags and covered in blood. It's very spooky. So it's definitely still something that's quite celebrated as a tale in Edinburgh. I don't know if it's still at the Edinburgh Dungeons, but if it is, I highly recommend going. It's um is how I was introduced to the story when I was ten. And let me tell you now, I did not sleep for a fucking week. Cause that shit is scary. Um but it was how I learnt the tale, and like I say, it's a very popular story for tourists. Yeah. Um it's also inspired, as I'm sure you can imagine, um about a million death metal references. Um I started yeah. listing them when I was doing the outline for the uh, the episode and then promptly gave up because there's just too many. Um, <laughs> and it would have taken me ages. But most notably, um, the one that I will definitely mention, because I think it's definitely worth mentioning, is that Sawney Bean and his tale was the inspiration for Wes Craven when he made The Hills Have Eyes. Ah, uh-huh. no, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's no real end. <laughs> I mean, the end was that they were all executed. We did that in the first half. But there's no real end to this tale, and it could potentially be alive and well and told for many hundreds of years to come because, you know, the living in a cave with your incestuous family and eating people is a tale as old as time and one that is classic and will never grow old. Um, and on that note, I will end my telling of the tale of Sawney Bean and say, Dom, what do you think? <laughs> How do you feel about it? Did you like my little introduction to Scottish folklore? It's a good place to start, right? Cannibalism. A tale, a tale as old as time. The mm. Disney movie Sawney Bean coming soon. Certain as the sun <laughs> rising in the east. <laughs> I will eat a leg. Um, I, I found that fascinating. Um, you know, I, we you know, mentioned it before we started recording and mentioned it during the break. Um, folklore and, and myths and legends are always, you know, just such good stories to tell and yeah. good stories to listen to. And obviously I don't this I don't know any Scottish myths and legends and I do now. I know one of them. Um which is which is good. So so yeah, I find that extremely interesting. And, you know, like I've said a few times there there probably was some element of truth, whether that's um you know, Shawnee being existed, but stuff has been added over time. Um but either way, it's still it's still extremely interesting, you know, regardless of what's fact and what's fiction. Um because everyone loves a good story. Um exactly. you know, and, this is and a it good is a story. great well, story. You know, hearing I've yeah. heard this story from a few different sources, obviously the Edinburgh Dungeons being one of them. Um, my great-grandmother told me this story. Um, and when I was, again, when I was very young, and I remember being fascinated by it. And then, like, my Scottish family have, have always sort of mentioned it, and it's been one of those, like, creepy tales that you tell. Um, yeah. I'll be honest, normally English people, um, when <laughs> when they come to visit, you tell them the tale of Sawney Bean. Um, because it's it's a shocking one yeah. and it's one that's quite creepy. Um, so I definitely wanted to yeah. share it with you. But before I forget, I do want to 
just mention our teaser Tuesday post for this episode. So if you're not following us on Instagram, why? Number one. Number two, um, I posted a picture um, of Sawney Bean for the teaser Tuesday post. If you knew the story and you were particularly vigilant on that post, um, and I feel like, Dom, you're going to immediately want to grab your phone and go and look at this, unless you've already noticed it, which you might. Um, In that picture, there is a man who is Sawney Bean at the front of the picture, but behind him in the picture is the cave and a lady Mm -hmm. walking into the cave Mm -hmm. carrying a human foot. So there was a slight clue in that picture as to the tale that I was going to be able to tell. I did see that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, There's I did a little that. little sneaky sneak peek. <laughs> so if you didn't notice that in the Tuesday, Teaser Tuesday post, go back, have another look at it. Look out for the little lady carrying a foot into the cave because that was your hit. Yeah, that was. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I, I noticed that, obviously. I didn't. I was just, I had no idea about this legend. So Shawnee Bean meant nothing. I was just like, okay. I noticed the foot, but I was like, I don't know who's standing. I don't know this man who's standing at this cave. <laughs> oh, my God. The that lady's got a foot. Um, I was just like, that lady's got a foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, very, very interesting. Um, you know, dude loved me a good uh, folklore tale, good uh, a good a good legend, you know, a nice little sort of, you know, a campfire story you know that you would yeah. that you would tell to to get those creepy vibes going so exactly yes very interesting exactly. so thank you for Brilliant. sharing it no worries don't want to see us out for this week yes i will um thank you for watching or listening um we hope that you enjoyed our spooky tale of of some scottish folklore and it was very interesting and i loved every minute of it um, if you do want to support us, there are many, many ways that you can do that. You can follow us on Instagram at horrorhouse underscore pod. You can follow us on all of the podcasting apps. Um, all of them, every single one, go through every single one of the podcasting apps and follow us. That is your challenge. Um, you can also, <laughs> I won't check. settle for anything less. <laughs> I, I have no life. One. I will check. <laughs> um and if you do want to if you enjoy watching us on youtube um please hit the subscribe button um i i genuinely think that we could probably get to 100 before the year is out or at least by sort of early very early next year um so i know right that is you got two challenges (laughs) those are your two um so yes please subscribe to the youtube channel um it would be lovely to have you we want to grow that community and it's it's going strong so uh please do if you want to support us financially there is the buy me a coffee link we are still we are forever going to be struggling content creators more amy more so with a need for caffeine than me but still we're also struggling content creators so I'm buy me struggling. a coffee just really struggling (laughs) hit the link um throw us one coffee two coffees three coffees take pity on amy and send and throw 50 coffees her way um i'm sure she give me one cup of coffee i'm a no stop there (laughs) immediately regret starting that (laughs) 
Um, but it's a great way to support us financially. And, you know, it's no subscription. It's literally you buy us a coffee and that's it. That's all you got to do. Um, so easy, happy. Um, and also there is the merch store as well if you want to get some merch and, and represent the podcast. Um, but until next time, all that's left to say from me is, as always, uh, stay dazzling, stay, stay stupendous, stay superb, but most of all, stay spooky. Stay spooky, cannibals. <laughs> Stay spooky cannibals. New merch, eat ass not limbs. New merch. I I need to I need to see it. I need to wear it. I need people to ask me about (laughs) it so that I can eat their faces. It needs to happen. (laughs) Oh dear. That's gonna be the new tagline of the show. Eat ass not limbs. I think we should change the name, to be honest. Like what to (laughs) just eat ass not limbs and then every week we'll just not refer to it ever again. (laughs) Re- how is your rebranding going what rebranding we didn't rebrand no rebranding what are you talking about Wait, shut up. <laughs> while we're chewing on a limb just a leg <laughs> disclaimer uh, we're not cannibals